Hello, welcome to the Pretty Pixels podcast. I am your long forgotten host, Tab. Welcome back. I am your <laughs> long here co-host. <laughs> the stable Joey force. Yeah. Always there. No, it's good. It's good to have you back. You've been gone for a while. You've been really Thank busy. You. you got a fancy job, a fancy new house, a beautiful new house. And so you have been just, and you're still, you're in the middle of it still, but you were able to come on this week and um, we're looking at the schedule, trying to figure some stuff out right now, but it seems like maybe hopefully yeah. like an every other week kind of thing, right? That is the the hope. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that hopefully that means you have a lot to talk about. So <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's get started. Um, All right. Well, I, before we get to the news just to talk about a little bit like of your what what's been going on with you you have been trying to get an xbox series x and tell oh tell God. us how that's been going <laughs> wait you want you want me to like out myself okay well i because um, i was hoping you would have it and we could be excited and be like oh you just got a new series x great cool but like so you instead... sent me the story and then it didn't <laughs> you know and then that like you bought you tried to get one from ebay and that's not going through mm -hmm. and then you got you finally got through on was it walmart or best buy walmart yes and so, so i got through on walmart and the the way that it's set up i don't know if you've well i forget you you got yours directly from them right so you didn't go through like a separate retailer who did i get mine through i don't remember i don't remember might have might okay. have been best buy well walmart has this new system where you like once you get it added to your cart or like you're attempting to to add it to the cart right and you have to like press and hold on this this little like button and it'll like fill up and it'll be like check ding and you're like cool and then you let it go and it's like oh we're sorry you'll have to try that again and it's it's obviously meant to like prevent bots or whatever but it was really fucking annoying and i kept clicking and holding and clicking and holding and clicking and holding and i did that probably like 7 or 10 times before it was like Eh, we sold out. So then I was like, well, fuck this bullshit. Because this was the second, like, time that there was, like, a restock and I missed out. Um, but then I remembered that I saw in an article somewhere that Walmart does it in, like, 10-minute intervals or whatever, or 10-minute, like, updates. Right. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to wait another five minutes and try again. And that second time, again, clicked it and held the button, like half a dozen times and then i actually got one in my cart and of course i have it in my cart and i'm like i'm already logged into walmart right so i'm like really excited getting everything and it was like we need you to confirm your information i was like what the fuck <laughs> is gonna be gone <laughs> but i got it it's supposed to be here mid-september that's that's awesome hopefully it'll ship earlier i know a lot of times like for my i think it was my ps5 I, I they were like, oh, recently. we're gonna, we might miss the the launch window, but I ended up getting it uh, the day of. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully they're just being cautious with, you know, shipping well, delays and everything. As excited as I am, I'm not in like a huge rush. I don't really have all that much time for it, unfortunately. Yeah. But I want it, and you and I had discussed how it's only going to get harder to get as we get closer to the holidays yeah. so i was like well screw it if if i see that there's a restock i have to at least try for it so yeah it seems like a lot of console manufacturers will try to 
be have a really healthy stock for the holidays so either they put some aside for holiday sales or they increase manufacturing but with that whole chip shortage that's continuing to go on we were like between people already clamoring to get them and there being a chip shortage like who knows like when they're going to be comfortably on the shelf so exactly yeah i'm really really glad you got one but what you so you haven't gotten it yet but what you did get was a beautiful new xbox series x controller so when i got the walmart order i was like oh i want to go back and make my own controller and i got it in like the tealish blue for like the main color and then it's like a lighter blue on the sides and the bottom and like the white buttons i I think it looks pretty um but (laughs) of course i would get it before the console arrives when i placed that order for the controller I it told me like it might be a month and I was like eh that's okay like I waited fucking three or more months for my plates for my PS5 to arrive like I can wait a month for a controller and it's already here yeah well it's another thing you got black plates black face plates for your PlayStation Five looks slick looks really does look slick um surprisingly the plates were easier to pop off of the PS5 than I was expecting um putting the second plate back onto the ps5 was a bit of a of a pain but i did eventually get it because it has to like slide and then click Mm. and i just couldn't get it to click so i knew that something wasn't right but they're on there now and i have to say so i'm totally cool with like colorful consoles and like white consoles or controllers i really like that stuff but i think i like the all black ps5 more than i like the white and black but that's just me. The all white black? Did you say all white PS5 or the all black? I like the all black. Okay, like with gotcha. the face plates and the, yeah, yeah. It looks a lot smaller. I mean, I, th- I I think we talked about that at the time. I was like, but going for white, which I like the look of the PS5. I think it looks pretty slick mm-hmm. on its side. But, you know, people are already talking about how huge it is. And then you use a color like white, which increases the visual size of it, apparently, you know. So mm-hmm. the black definitely made it look a lot sleeker. Um but the Xbox controller, when you sent me the the video of it earlier today, I was like, oh, man, I got to get on that. Like, I got to put my order in for mine soon. And then I saw, which I guess we can transition into the news because it's kind of a news article. Microsoft or Xbox, the Xbox Twitter account just tweeted out their newest controller called. Hold on. I have it pulled up here. I should have written it. I should have written it down. Wow. <laughs> Let's cut that out. We're not English Let's, professors. <laughs> should have written it down. Here we go. I should have written it down. It's called AquaShift, and it is so pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, it like has that sort of metallic sh- color shifting thing going on. It says it's uh, it says get surreal with the Xbox wireless controller AquaShift Special Edition featuring a color shifting blue shimmer and swirl grips. I'm not a huge fan of the swirl grips, but man, that color shifting blue is just, and now I'm like, how can I order a cut, like my own custom controller? It's going to be uglier than this. So I might just get this one. It's, you know, yeah, it's, it's fucking pretty. Yeah. I mean, is it regular priced or I thought when I first clicked on it, it said it was $10 off, but now it's looking like it's, um, standard $70. Okay. So but I don't know where I saw it. I, I, I really feel like I saw fifty nine ninety nine, dollars um, mm. but maybe it was on sale at one of the outlets or something like that. But um, I don't know. I might still make a Design Lab controller. I'm going to have to think about it, but 
this that blue again because that that color shifting thing is not one of the features that you can choose in the you know create your own controller palette but right. i have to I have to think about it because i do like the idea of having a controller where i get to pick everything stick color button color all that stuff so yeah but it is is very pretty um we have I feel like we have quite a bit of news. Um, let's just jump to another one that's uh, a kind of a small one, but an important one, I think. Uh, Emika Games, I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, the developer of a game called Summer of 58. I think it's just one person. Um, they're taking an indefinite break from game development uh, due to players explore, exploiting Steam's refund policy. So Steam's refund policy states that if you play a game for, I think, less than two hours, you can get a full refund. Mm-hmm. And so this person, this indie developer, put out this game and had just, according to the, the, the developer, a ton of people playing it to completion because it's a short game. It's less than two hours and then just getting a full refund. <sighs> and I, it's just one of those things where it's like it just makes it harder for indie developers and some people might say, oh, well, why don't you just go to Itch.io, go to a more like indie friendly platform and like, you know, yeah, they should, they, they could go there, but that's part of the problem with these mega companies, like these corporations that end up controlling so much of the market. Steam is huge. It's massive. It's mm-hmm. where you go to get your PC game sold. It has such a huge corner on the market. And so for an indie developer, yeah, they can go to Itch.io and make far less money. They can go to, you know, very, they can go to Epic Game Store and get less money. Um, but every but platform they, is going to have its own advantages. So right. you can't just be like, well, go somewhere else if you don't want to lose money. Like that right. shows a flaw in the system. Yeah. So then, you know, what what are they to do? Like they should avoid the platform because that platform doesn't protect them or doesn't work for them. So, and Steam has just notoriously been very callous and quiet about this kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm upset with Steam. I don't think they're going to do anything to change it. Um, and part of what frustrates me is from what I understand, they have such a small team over there at Steam and it's like, you make billions of dollars. Yeah, you can right? afford to pay people to come up with solutions, to manage this kind of stuff. Um, and you don't, so you don't, you just apparently just don't care about game you know game developers I, I don't even want to say indie game developers you just don't care about game developers so that sort of a frustrating frustrating story to read about mm-hmm. um but another thing so gamescom happened and i think it happened right as we were recording last week's episode or maybe the day after or something like that so we missed most of it um there wasn't much in the way of like huge new stuff people made a big deal about some of the reveals i think because it's just the time of year we don't normally get this kind of news but um two of the big ones was halo infinite got a release date december 8th again it's like you know they've been promising that it's coming this year so i don't i didn't find that to be too surprising um horizon forbidden west has been delayed to february 2022 mm. again heavy rumors about that not, not super surprising, surprising but i'm sad yeah, definitely. Um, and I, I, I'm hoping that that's a still a solid window because, you know, Sony does release a lot of games in the spring, so it, it probably will be. But um, uh, And then April O'Neil is going to be in term, uh, Terminator. What the fuck? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> Shredder's Revenge, uh, and she's fighting alongside the Turtles, and that game is very I'm, is definitely on my radar. It looks a lot like the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game. 
Um, it looks really good, and I love that April is going to be in there fighting with the turtles um, and just, like, punching dudes and everything. I think that's really, really rad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morgana from Persona 5 is going to be in Monkey Ball. Huh. I don't know. I, st- I don't know if I'll okay. buy it. <laughs> well, so is um, uh, Kiryu from... Uh, Yakuza. Really? <laughs> he's gonna, what yeah, he's heck? in a. He's a little. He's like a little chibi dude in a in a monkey ball, like running around. It looks so oh ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, um, but a story I thought you might be interested in is the Saints Row reboot. Have you seen that trailer? I have not seen it yet. So they are relaunching that series. I think, mm-hmm. as as from what I understand, um, they're they're going back to having sort of a new story, new characters. They said there might be some cameos from familiar faces, but it's right. it's focusing on a new group and it looks great. I think it looks I mean, especially when you consider like who knows when we're going to get Grand Theft Auto six. I like there are so many rumors about that could be 2024, 2025. Just it, it could, could be, be 20 forever. years from now. <laughs> right. And like some of us like Grand Theft Auto online, but we would much prefer a, a new open world oh, yeah. game that takes place in a city and you can just wreak havoc. So I think it looks pretty rad. I'm actually pretty excited about it. Um, I really liked Saints Row 3 and 4, which it seems like that's the tone that they're going for. So I'm I'm pretty hyped. What about you? How does it How does it strike you? Yeah, I mean, I have to obviously go and watch the trailer, but I'm definitely excited um, for more... I'm assuming it's open world ish at least. Yeah, yeah, it looks like pretty yeah. standard. Okay, then yeah, I will. It's definitely something that I will check out and play. And sometimes I just want stuff that tonally isn't too like serious, and it's just a playground. So yeah, yeah. And it, they, I mean, it looks. Sorry, did they give a sense of like a window? Soon, um, really. I, I might have to look that up, but I want to say it's like surprisingly soon. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Let me let me take a gander. Um, what about Bob? Is a good movie. Um, I can't remember <laughs> what I was gonna shift to. You had a, a story you wanted to share, right? Yeah. So I believe it was yesterday. Um, Doctor Lupo, one of the uh, more well known. And successful Twitch streamers, he announced that um, he's going to be exclusively streaming on YouTube. I'm not overly surprised by that. I mean, we've seen a number of like multi-million dollar exclusivity deals over the past, you know, three years or so. Um, but what I think is interesting is this kind of moment in time with with Twitch and live streaming and Twitch. I feel like ever since they were um, procured by Amazon, there's always been something, some negative thing. And and, like, there's a lot um, of critical discourse um, that is, you know, examining Twitch and exposing Twitch for a lot of shit that that does happen on the platform. Um, But there's always something, right? Uh, Harassment campaigns, um, hate rating, uh, streamers being exposed for some you know awful bullshit that they said in the past there's always something about twitch and it's not that youtube has a clean history because they certainly don't and there's a lot that's that's not great about youtube but in some ways i'm i'm beginning to wonder if youtube is going to be the sort of king of of gaming 
media. Because what was one of the things that carried YouTube early on? It was all the Let's Plays, right? Right. And over it, like in recent years, they've grabbed a lot of big names. Um, Dr. Disrespect, uh, Ray. There's a lot of esports people that are exclusive um, or, or at least put out a lot of content on YouTube. They have like the system and the fan bases are already there. And I mean, Twitch has a discoverability problem. Unless you're already big, it's hard to get big. And that doesn't mean that people can't do it, but it's it's very oversaturated. And the same is true of YouTube. But one of the ways that streamers will try to grow is they stream on Twitch and they have a YouTube channel. Well, why not just be in one space, right? right. Um, and with Twitch constantly being in the news for negative reasons, I don't know. I don't know how long Twitch will be like the number one for streaming. I'm not sure anymore. I feel like Tab from a year ago would be vehemently (laughs) arguing with Tab from now because... (laughs) But but some things have changed. Yeah. Well, I I won't give them credit for, quote unquote, getting Dr. Disrespect because he was banned from Twitch. So (laughs) didn't have a lot of options, but... You know, I think it's, I there's I have kind of two minds of it. On the one hand, like you said, Twitch seems to not be addressing the issues that people keep bringing up. Mm-hmm. And now that Microsoft Mixer is gone, mm-hmm. a lot of these streamers who are getting frustrated are going to be looking to other places. And yeah. YouTube has been big still. It's a distant second place to Twitch, but it's it's a pretty hefty chunk of the market. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not, not, you know, it's not minor, I guess I would say. So... Where, you know, if more and more streamers are going to be ditching the platform and Twitch is going to be reliant on young people who've never streamed Mm -hmm. and are just going to Twitch because they think it's like the place to go. Mm -hmm. And all these people who've been on there for a while are like, this is not the place to be. They're going to leave, go to YouTube. And then, you know, who knows what I'm what I'm really curious about is to see how how the numbers stack up, because when Ninja left Twitch to go to Mixer, there was mm-hmm. so much negativity. I saw so many neg- negative comments, people being like, you're selling out, you're doing it for the money, you don't care mm-hmm. about your fans, blah, blah, blah. And his numbers took a massive hit mm-hmm. when he switched over to Mixer. But I was looking through the Dr. Lupo uh, tweet thread when mm-hmm. he tweeted about it. Lots of positivity. Yeah. There were a few people that I saw that were like, I guess we won't watch them. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. I would say 90% or more of the comments were like, oh, cool, I'm going to switch over my subscription and um, I'll follow you anywhere, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So I'm curious to see, like, you know, I, I'm sure his numbers will take a hit. You know, if you have a massive audience like that, going to a platform that just doesn't have as many people, but it's going to take a hit. But. Will it matter with whatever revenue he's getting in ads and his video content? I mean, and who know? We don't know the numbers for his exclusivity deal either. Yeah. Um. So two things. I am not one of those people that thinks that, oh, some up and coming platform is going to overrun Twitch. That's just not going to happen. Just like it's probably too late at this point for any platform to like outperform YouTube. Um, There is something to be said about like being a big platform and having been around for a while. Right. Right. Um, But I will be very curious to see couple years from now where is youtube gaming where is twitch and where is facebook gaming 
And those smaller platforms that some people are excited about, you know, oh, they're going to be, they're going to be popping up soon. I wouldn't be surprised if they end up getting take taken into these, these larger platforms. And then the second thing is I think with Twitch, there has been a cultural shift. There's a lot of negativity on the platform. There are a lot of hateful viewers on the platform. There's quite a few hateful streamers on the platform. And it's interesting because some of them are like, yeah, fuck Twitch. And so they're supportive of people moving away from Twitch. Well, at the same time, they're the ones who are ruining Twitch. Right. right? So I don't know. It's, it's complicated. It's interesting. Um, I, I can't hold it against any creator though, that is going to sign an exclusivity deal. Like, yeah, take the money. This career path of streaming is still so very new and i can't wait for like years from from now to see um like academic perspectives of like what is the long-term psychological effects of live streaming what is the like financial burden of live streaming like there's so much about this i think that is new and we're still figuring a lot of stuff out yeah, I mean, I, I think you said you can't hold it against any creator. And I mean, I guess not if that's what you're doing it for, if you were literally starting it for the money. Um, but so many streamers, their their tagline is, I'm here for the community. I'm here for you. You guys are made me you, well, that's you, you the rhetoric, me what right? I am. <laughs> right, exactly. So if you're spouting that and then you're like, I'm here for you now on another platform it's like well i mean you could you know. make a case though of like hey this has become too toxic of a space for us to handle let's yeah. regroup and go somewhere else i haven't heard anyone say that though it's right. just like we're gonna take our community to the next level on youtube <laughs> well because the unfortunate thing about twitch is that some of the toxicity is is of that very specific internet type mm -hmm. where you provoke them they will they will attack. And so mm -hmm. if you made it public and you were like, I'm leaving Twitch because it's toxic, I'm going to go to YouTube. There's a certain corner, small but very toxic, that's going to be like, well, then I'm going to follow you. I will follow you wherever you go to yeah. make your life a living hell, which is some bullshit. Another final thing on this. Um, sure. This just occurred to me. I wonder how many people are going to be jumping ship for reasons of like um, sponsorships and like ads because if Twitch is more often than not publicly perceived as negative, it makes sense money-wise to go to a platform like YouTube, which is more widely recognized, in some ways is less associated with toxicity. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but like with Twitch, it's like really bad, right? Their, their, their image. YouTube, not as much. Um, if you're worried about sponsorships and stuff, why wouldn't you go to the quote unquote, like safer or cleaner platform? Well, I'd be curious about smaller streamers because big streamers. Yeah, you're talking about contracts and brand mm -hmm. deals and advertising and stuff like that. But for smaller creators like back in the day, maybe things have changed. But YouTube, YouTube's reputation was, well, you don't want to go there if you're just starting because mm -hmm. they're terrible with monetization and um, supporting new creators and stuff like that. They're only concerned about the big, the big people, the big content creators. So right. if you go to somewhere like Twitch, you can get, you know, you get automatically 50% of your subs and you get people giving you tips and bits and stuff like that. So it was more direct in terms of how people support you. So I don't know if that's changed at YouTube. Did YouTube, does YouTube have something like that now? I don't, I'm I, I not don't even know, sure. But so. what I keep coming back to is 
I'm serious. If you look at threads like on Reddit and other forums that say how to grow my Twitch channel, 99% of them say you have to have a YouTube channel too. And that and that's just so much work too. From what I've seen of oh, streamers, yeah. is like then you ha- basically have to hire an editor. <laughs> so in order to have a YouTube stream, you kind of already have to have success or money. So uh, what a mess. Um, <laughs> February twenty twenty two, Saints Row. Really? So like yeah. all platforms? That's what it says. Yeah. Wow. So, Where did this come from? This like, <laughs> I don't even I, remember seeing like any rumors about this on on like Reddit. Yeah, well, I know they didn't handle the Saints Row. Oh shit, was it the third? I think it was the Saints Row the third that got remastered recently. I know they didn't handle that, and there were some rumors about oh, okay. them working on a sequel or something. But, um, but they weren't, you know, loud enough to be like, "Oh, coming out soon," kind of thing. So yeah, it was a right. a pretty big surprise. I hope I hope that they've taken their time on it and they're not like trying to rush it out, you know. Yeah, but. But yeah, that's uh, so that that's the news. Quite a bit, quite a bit of chunky news there. But I know <laughs> you've been busy. <laughs> <laughs> you've been busy unpacking and and setting yeah. up your consoles and everything. But have you been? Have you had time for any games? I have not played anything yet, and that anything? does make me sad. I know, but <sighs> prepping classes and doing all the like new employee onboarding stuff, and then. Just this past weekend, um, all of our stuff finally got to the house. So the house doesn't echo anymore, but (laughs) you can't walk anywhere. (laughs) Um, I did like, I set up the TV and I brought out the PS5 and I was like, oh, my baby. Um, And that's as far as I got. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I, so you've been playing, what's that? There's a new game that's coming out that's like, unpacking sim or something like that where you like unpack a bunch of boxes and move into spaces that's what you've been playing yeah that's i'm just playing the sim that's all yeah playing playing the sims um i have been playing the 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 regs the huge the 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 old favorites i just finished persona 5 royal actually last Uh, night uh, i stayed up very late which time is this like the fifth time Uh, well the second time for royal the fifth time for persona 5 Oh man. At large. We gotta get you some new games. <laughs> I yeah, and I and I was somewhat I, I did the I did it again number one to revisit the world mm-hmm. and play it again to just have fun. Yeah. But also because I was like I gotta I gotta romance another person. I gotta romance Makoto. I'm not super happy with Makoto's romance oh, really? thread. I mean it's not, you know, not anything too dramatic or anything mm-hmm. like that, but I just don't think, you know, we're, we just probably I can't imagine we would if I were actually Joker that we would actually date kind of thing. You okay, know, it just okay. doesn't fit the fit the fantasy. I do have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So you've you've played Persona Five in its various iterations about five times now. Mm-hmm. Do you know what your total hours are? Like, are you like past a thousand hours? I've got to be close because wow. I'm at I think beyond four hundred just for Royal. <laughs> Holy so, shit, dude! Yeah. So I'm probably have I done around anything for a thousand, a thousand hours? <laughs> <laughs> Give me shit. No, um, that's <laughs> probably about like three. What do you mean? <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I've been playing a lot of that. 
and loving it. I'm, I'm, I am kind of glad to be, I've spent a month on it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm kind of, I am kind of glad to be done so I can move on to some smaller games before the big rush of the, the fall season starts. I mean, selfishly, I want to hear more about Microsoft Flight Sim and all your adventures, but. I have, con- yep, I've been continuing that <laughs> as well. Um, I, I, okay. So right now what I've been doing mostly is short flights just mm-hmm. to kind of continue getting practice, taking off and landing and getting cool pictures and stuff like that. So I'll go in and just pick a small airport in like South America and then look for another close airport that's only an hour or two away. And then I lately I haven't been trusting the assisted pilot, the the pilot assist or whatever it's called, because Mm -hmm. it's crashed me a few times. So now I just get up to a cruising altitude and I have the assists on. So it doesn't I don't think it'll let me fall out of the sky. So I get up to like a nice cruising altitude and then I just let the plane go and it will increase in altitude and I'll have to adjust it every now and then. Um, but I basically just let the plane or let the atmosphere be my, my co-pilot and it works out pretty well. Um, what I want to do next though, is I do this with games like this, where I I make my own challenges. Mm -hmm. I want to fly to Antarctica because there's no airport. There's no landing strip there. But it says you can land anywhere you want. So I'm assuming I can land on the ice in Antarctica. So I know. But the problem is it's fucking far. And the game does have a thing where you can jump ahead. So like, let's say in theory, I want to fly from Chicago to L.A. I could take off from O'Hare in Chicago, get up in the air, and then I can just skip ahead to landing sequence and land in L.A. I can I can make a however many hour flight in five minutes. I don't really like doing that because, again, I like the flight of it, uh, unless it's a long flight. So if I am flying from, like, Chicago to London or something, maybe, I, maybe I'll skip a portion mm-hmm. of it. But you can only do that if, you're, if your return flight, or, or sorry, you can only do that if, there, if you have, like, an airport that you're going to. You can set custom markers. So I can oh, okay, set a marker okay. in Antarctica and say, that's where I'm going. And so that'll give me a little marker to show me where to go. Great. Cool. Awesome. It won't let me skip ahead though, because there's no airport there. So, so you I lo- can't it's... just skip like an hour of the flight or two hours of the flight. Not if there's not if there's a, a an airport that you because there's no, it doesn't register it as like a landing sequence because like okay when there is an airport there it says it tells the, the AI from what I'm understanding that okay at this certain point that's when you would lower your altitude and then at this certain point that's gotcha. when you would enter okay. the landing pattern and and since there's no land there's no thing it's just like all right well you'll get there when you get there and so where i took off from in south america it was like a 13 hour flight so i'm like ah that means i'd have to leave my controller for 13 hours wow. and i'm like yeah oh my gosh. so what i think i'm gonna have to do is find like literally the closest point in I, it's got to be probably in south america or australia but mm-hmm. somewhere like the closest point and maybe even take off from a custom area because you can take off from you can just select a point on the map and like take off from there i i don't know how you that should. works i don't know if it just chooses a flat area okay you should take off right now and then this evening you just can take off me. while we're <laughs> i do have a question for you about that okay. have you because you're teaching online have you been flying and teaching at the not same time? Yet. <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face. Not yet. I knew I because I I've thought about it. It's like I think you you could probably guess. I could just see I, you like sitting there like on Blackboard <laughs> Collaborator or whatever, and then you're just like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I'm like trying to. I'm like, so then when we think about the rhetoric of dress and appeal, oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Steady, Fucking steady. crashing into a mountain. <laughs> um, I I could though, but the thing is, my classes are so short; they're only fifty minutes, so yeah. you know, doesn't even feel feels totally worth it. But but that is like I will when I'm like lesson planning or something. I'm mm-hmm. sure when I start grading, I just I'll just set it to go and then just keep it there and monitor it and keep keep adjusting my course. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's that's been a lot of fun. And I don't know what I'm going to do next because, like I said, Persona's over, so got to figure, well, figure that, something else um, out. That indie game, Lake or Lakes, Lake. we were talking about. Lake, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought it was Lakes. It's just Lake. Just Lake, okay. Um, but that comes out tomorrow, uh, September 1st. And that just seems like such a chill game. You're just a mm-hmm. postal person in Oregon somewhere. And Was that available for pre order? I, th- I think so because okay, I want to say when I saw that. the trailer. I think it was like pre-order now, um, and I think it's for Xbox and PC. So I might, I might actually just get it on Xbox since starting to play my yeah. my Series X more. So, um, but yeah, so that's what we've been playing. So let's talk about. We haven't even mentioned what our what our main topic is. You mean the main course? The main course. I <laughs> I use that all the time. Why did I not use that today? Because it's I fucking know. food and games. It's so perfect. <laughs> Um, so we're going to be talking about food in games and this is once again, I feel like I always have to give some kind of, you know, um, qualifier. I feel like I always have to give like a qualifier of like, you know, this is not a, a you know, comprehensive history. We're not trying to educate oh. and like, we're just t- talking about my, mainly. You're thinking too much like an academic. I am a little bit, yeah, because I'm like, what are people expecting? When we say we're talking about food and games, are they like, here we go. Let's we're go talking list. about our experiences with food and games. Particularly mm-hmm. food and games that make us want the fucking food yeah. because that's what it always comes down to. Although I did want to briefly have a little spiel about food and games a little more okay. generally because I was thinking about this and how like, you know, obviously there are games that are like about food right you have games like order up which was the Wii, i think um cooking mama cooking mama uh, yeah, pizza tycoon from 94 baby wow. like <laughs> as far as i know that's the well are there other games that allow you to run a pizzeria i'm gonna have to check uh pizza pie I just made pizza that up. That's pie. not a game. I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> You're like pizza pie ninety six. <laughs> pizza pie ninety six. Of course, for the Atari Jaguar. <laughs> um, um, but but so there are games that are about like food, usually simulator type type things. And I think there's a game on Itch.io that's just called like Cook or something like that, and it's somewhat realistic. And then of course you have the more like cartoony games. Um, But then, for the most part, you have games that just, like, involve food. Like, sometimes in the background. Or maybe it'll be part of, like, a set piece or something, like, in a a, a quick scene or whatever. Like, I'm pretty sure we're going to be talking about Persona. But, like, it takes place largely in a cafe, right? Um, And uh, I was thinking about Outer Worlds and how um, food is used as a kind of metaphor for society. And how society is um, failing and the economy is failing, but they have all this propaganda for like the canned goods and stuff like that. And then, um, I don't know, I I just think that the food and games in general is, 
is interesting. And I think that food can sometimes serve to ground a game. And I haven't thought about this too deeply. Um, but when there's like food in games that we recognize as real, like, oh, toast, I know what that is. Pizza, I know what that is. It, it hel- It's a small part that helps make the world seem more real, I think. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Because when we started talking about it, I, of course, my mind went back to the earliest days of like, there's a game called Burger Time that's pretty famous. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a sequel too. The one that I remember, I think it was on Atari. It's just like pieces of burgers falling and you have to sort of build like a burger. Um, and so there are games like that. But like you said, with newer games in particular, so one of the things I'm going to be writing about in my dissertation is about how recent Japanese games have embraced the idea of food Mm -hmm. like there have been food in japanese games for a long time and like rpgs a lot of times that's the way you end up replenishing your health is you'll eat something um but japanese games in particular japanese rpgs and and similar games have gotten so much have put more focus on the food and the role that it plays and the depiction of it and making it look very realistic and appetizing mm-hmm. and part of my discussion in my dissertation is going to be about how that in is a way to sort of export japanese culture because a lot of the food we're going to be talking about is japanese food um but i think it goes beyond that like you said i feel i, th- I think it makes the game feel more immersive and if it looks like food that you want to eat then you can further imagine yourself as this character being yeah like i want to because how do, how do you evoke the sense of hunger in a game you know food became at some point very early on a number it could be anything it could be a potion Mm -hmm. it could be a sandwich earthbound is famous for having western foods so in earthbound one of the first like you make it to the first town and you start digging through trash cans and you find like hamburgers and stuff you can have pizza delivered which is i love earthbound because it's a japanese game but it's trying to do its best to like imitate western culture so you can have a a pizza delivered at any point in the game you find a phone and you order a pizza and you can be like in the middle of a swamp and then the game will just pause suddenly and this pizza delivery guy will run into the swamp and be like here's your pizza god that's hilarious (laughs) i know so like pizza has been like a big thing but it's always just been you know when i got that pizza in earthbound i wasn't like oh man now i want pizza you know right right or like in teenage mutant ninja turtles the arcade game speaking of that game Mm -hmm. they had a a sponsorship with pizza hut so you'd see pizza in the game and like the pizza hut logo and stuff and i wanted pizza all the time when i was a kid but like i didn't look at the pizza in the game and go oh that's so appetizing Mm -hmm. but i feel like that's changing we're getting like ultra realistic appetizing looking food yeah and what's I don't know if you've ever felt this way about like cartoons, but sometimes the more like artful depictions of food looks more appetizing than food in mm-hmm. real life. Like they'll make this basic ass sandwich look like, damn, that looks like a good sandwich. I fucking well, Studio Ghibli movies are yeah. definitely known for that. But like even Disney, like I think back to Aladdin and I'm not the only person I, I've talked to other people that have had this, this, um, experience where early on in the aladdin movie the original animated you know movie Mm -hmm. um aladdin steals some bread and he like tears it and he like is eating and it looks it's it's animated but it looks so good and it made me want to go get like a french baguette and just pull it apart (laughs) yeah and just oh mm, so good um so it's not exclusive to games like you said but but it's definitely 
um, becoming more prominent. So we wanted to talk about some examples of of that. So you mentioned persona. I guess we could just start there because yeah, I have I have three examples, but we can start with persona. Sure. I mean, persona. We we share that one. I think we probably share another one. If I'm thinking of which one of the ones you probably have, but persona is so good at it. Like, I mean, speaking of animated, Persona uses cel-shaded mm-hmm. animation um, or graphic style. And yet, when they show the plate of curry or they talk about the coffee in the game, because yes. the, the, the place that you live, the main character Joker that you live, is Sojiro's cafe called LeBlanc. And he serves mostly curry and coffee. And so you end up helping him cook curry and make coffee and you see him serve it and your characters are always drinking it. And so even though it's not exactly realistically rendered, I always want fucking, I had never tried curry before I played persona. I'd always heard about it. It sounded good. Um, I'd never tried it though, but then I fucking play that and I'm at the grocery store looking in the frozen food section. (laughs) Like, is there curry? And I did, I got, I got curry. I got like, you know, chicken, um, marsala all these other like dishes that looked similar to the food in the game mm-hmm. um because every single time i i play that game i want curry i want coffee and i want sushi and i think that's your experience as well right yes like even though the food itself doesn't look like super realistic by any means um i think it's just because you're surrounded by it and people talk about it constantly and that's also yeah. part of the social dynamic of the game um and for me it's especially the coffee because like i i wouldn't describe myself as a big coffee drinker but when i'm around people who are drinking coffee i'm like oh yeah coffee that stuff's legit (laughs) um and so then i'm like obsessed with it for a while uh so it definitely gets me with the coffee of course with the sushi um what was the burger called um big bang burger yeah it makes me want like burger like a giant burger from like a mom and pop place you know that just like stacks their burgers like that's what that makes me think of um but again i think uh the reason why persona does that to me is because it's tied to um like social settings and just like how present food is in the game yeah could you go to a ramen shop Mm -hmm. with ryuji very early in the game and they're talking about how good it is how it feels so good sliding down your throat um and then later you get manja or like manjayaki which is Mm -hmm. like a restaurant i've never had it but it's a restaurant where the the grill is on the table and so you just get the ingredients in a cup like beef and vegetable and you cook it yourself i fucking want that i've never had it but now i'm like (laughs) Is there a place like that anywhere near me? And can I convince someone to go with me? <laughs> there's um, there's got to be in Chicago. There's Yeah, there's almost certainly is. Yeah. Maybe when I go get my tattoo next month, um, which I feel like we should have an episode on that, like video game oh, tattoos. tattoos that'd be, dude. Yeah, that'd be fun. Two weeks um, from now. <laughs> but one of the, uh, you said two weeks from now? Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah for me, yeah. Um, I thought you meant like you were coming to Chicago or something. I was like, oh, well, cool. Let's go <laughs> um, get some monja. But uh, yeah, another thing is the be- there, there are beef bowls in the game. But that sushi, there's a specific restaurant. So like Morgana, who's like your mascot character, like sidekick kind of thing, 
always wants sushi and is always like, oh, sushi and this kind of sushi and that kind of sushi. And there's a really fancy sushi restaurant they go to in the game where they don't even list the prices. And they mentioned that a few times. They're like, oh, there's no there's no prices on here. Oh, it'll be fine. And then it's like $200 bill or something right. for sushi. <laughs> um, but that sushi looks so good. Like you said, it's not exactly realistically rendered. But when they bring it out, it all looks so colorful. Mm-hmm. And the pieces look so big. And the way they talk about it is just like it melts in your mouth. I'm like, God, there was like early on in our friendship, we played Persona, not not like super early, yeah. but we played Persona and I wanted sushi so bad. But at that point in time, I don't think I knew what your feelings about sushi were. Mm. And I want to say I was getting ready to ask you and I thought you said something like, do you know if there's any good sushi places around here? Because we were both playing at the yep. same time and we were like fuck we want sushi so and that we ended so up going and getting sushi fun like we did that yeah. a couple of times and every time we went we would get like we would get the roll that we wanted but then we would mm-hmm. try like something that we hadn't tried yeah. before something unique something special and again like it was food as like a social thing and i had never before that i'd okay i'd say never most of my experience with sushi before that was like from buffets mm-hmm. or you know, fusion restaurants where it just wasn't very good. When I was deployed to Bahrain, I had really good sushi for the first time. It was at, you know, funnily enough, it was at a hotel because they make a big deal about the hotel food in Persona 5 as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they had amazing sushi because Bahrain is a small island nation. So they literally catch it and make it right there. Uh, But then we found a place out here. And so we started experimenting, like you said, with like different kinds of sushi because I hadn't really had much of a... um, a history with it at that point and one of the types that we got was salmon roe because <laughs> <laughs> in persona 5 morgana's always like oh give me the salmon roe oh salmon roe and i hear salmon so i think it's got to be fish it's got to be like you know i don't know what roe means but yeah. it's got to be like a slab of salmon on some rice that's good i'll try that so i ordered the salmon roe and they bring it over and they 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 put you know all of our sushi on the table mm-hmm. and i'm like well that that can't be my that's gotta like, be someone else's piece because <laughs> there's big globules of orange on that that's not that doesn't look like salmon it's uh, it's fucking eggs yep. it's fish eggs and i had to eat it because of course i'm you know i like to be adventurous but also i'm not gonna waste this is like a three dollar well and they would come over too and be like how do you like this how do you like that and that's how yeah. i felt with the octopus Oh, God, the texture. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty... The texture was weird, but the flavor was fine. Mm. Um, the squid, I thought, was actually pretty good. Um, yeah, but but that's that's the power that that game has over us is, you know, we eat like a beef bowl in there and we're like, get a fucking beef bowl. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mojiyaki, like I said, I have to get that eventually. Um yakuza is another game mm-hmm. is that on your list it is on my list um that also has sushi yes but also you will like go into the various um shops because you want to have like good relationships with people yeah and the menus mm-hmm. look realistic and it's like yeah. damn and then it's kind of disappointing when you get the food because you don't really right. get to like linger on it or anything but it's it it all looks so good that I would find myself just going into the same restaurant to order something else. <laughs> same. I, I wanted to get one of, of everything off the or I think you, there might be some bonus the, something. There is. Get. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I 
like you said, going into the, like the beef bowl, it would show all the pictures of the different beef bowls. I want to say you, you you don't. We're talking about Yakuza Zero specifically. Mm-hmm. I want to say you don't even see him eating. I think you just see. Yeah. Like I, I think if I'm remembering correctly, at the sushi bar, you just see his back, right? I think I think that's yeah. I think that's right. And they might show a picture, like when it's when it's you know served to you, you get to see the sushi, but you don't see him eating it. If I wonder I if it's correctly. different in the the latest one. Yeah, but yeah, like a dragon. I really want to play that. Yeah, but, um, still, yeah. But yeah, like same thing with that. Especially that one for some reason the beef bowl restaurant. Mm-hmm. Like the beef looked so good and like sizzling. So I went out and bought a rice cooker, <laughs> and so I just have this little rice cooker now. And every time I go to the grocery store, I see if they have like a pack of like like strip beef or something. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna buy like a whole steak, but if they have like a little packet of like some strips of beef or little cubes of beef. I buy it and I make it and I make myself beef bowls because <laughs> of Persona and Yakuza. <laughs> but but again, like you think about it, it's it's just serving the same function as any other item in the past that has that that increases your health because mm-hmm. it does, you know. But we would go out of our way to go there even if we didn't need health because we we're like, I want to try new things. So I feel like it's doing its job of what we're talking about of like emulating the idea of hunger or that Mm -hmm. that idea of like appreciating food um in ways that old games did not you know Mm -hmm. well and and if you think of something like persona where they're regularly regularly getting ramen or coffee or whatnot and then you and i went and got sushi like we're it's it's the food is bringing us together too because like you go out with your friends and you try new things absolutely we would go to culver's all the time and maybe that Mm -hmm. was an extension of the the big bang burger thing because (laughs) you know i'd always it was partly that and for me this is gonna sound maybe pathetic but also um i think i proposed to you that we start going to culver's regularly because of uh, not rivendale um riverdale because i started watching that and they have like this this diner that they always go to and mm-hmm. they're always getting burgers and stuff and i was always like man wouldn't it be cool if we had just like a regular place yeah that we went to um and i miss those days like that was fun like we would we would eat we would talk for way too long like it was great and especially because it would be after our um or usually it'd be after our evening classes so yeah yeah for sure um there are games that have pixelized food which we don't really have to talk too much about but like stardew valley i love collecting Mm -hmm. recipes in that when mom gives you the cookies (laughs) like cookies the cake i love making the cakes they look Mm -hmm. really pretty um again i don't feel like they're particularly appetizing um but breath of the wild is a is an interesting one because I love cooking in that game and I love experimenting in that game. And some of the food does look really good. Like when they show like the cake Mm -hmm. that you make, like the tort cake or whatever it's called, the fruit cake, um, that looks very appetizing, like more than I would have thought. So I, I love the cooking mechanic in that game. I think it's a lot of fun. Even just the animations are fun. And yeah. Yeah. And I, I would say that that game almost does the appetizing thing. I, I don't know that I'm, I think it's so much more fictional though, that I'm not, I'm not quite as, inclined to like oh, i'm gonna run out and get a fruitcake or something like that but right. um but it is it is a really fun mechanic uh minecraft i'm not not running out to eat stuff but no. you know <laughs> let me chew on this birch <laughs> sapling <laughs> <laughs> but what was your third game you said you had two My is it was it game. persona yakuza and red dead and, and red dead oh shit yes, yeah i, t- I actually forgot about that one. 
fucking love that game. Mm-hmm. Um, you go out, and we've talked about this before on the podcast, but you go out and you're like, I'm going to go from point A to point B, and I'm not going to fast travel. I'm just going to get on my horse, and I'm going to go, and along the way, I'm going to stop and like make camp. I'm going to hunt. And you like get to sit around the fire and you have like your coffee or you have like your your meat that you're like turning. That makes me really want coffee. And it really yeah. makes me think of like mornings when I've been on camping trips and waking up and like the smell of the fire and the smell of the coffee and maybe like the sizzling of like some sausage or bacon or something like that brings me back to those kinds of memories. And then even the stew, even though when you look down at the pot, it's not like super realistic at all. But <laughs> when he eats the stew, and you're like shove you look down and you see the bowl and you're shoveling into your mouth i'm like that makes me think of fall and stews and chilies and things like that um so yeah. that game definitely does it for me yeah absolutely same and i i see why you were focusing on the social aspect of some of these you know mechanics because that game very much so i would i loved getting into the routine of like getting back to camp mm-hmm. And like getting off my horse and brushing my horse and feeding my horse a snack because she was a good girl. And then I go and I check to see if there's stew. If there's stew, I get some stew. Or no, no, sorry. I go wash my face first. I got to wash. I go, I go, you know, I've been riding hard. I got to wash my face. So then I go get stew and I walk around and talk to people while I'm eating my stew. And like you said, it's such a minor thing, but they they have it animated to where when you take a scoop an appropriate amount of of stew leaves that yeah. and they have the sound effect uh-huh. i can still hear the sound effect of the spoon scraping <laughs> against the the like tin plate um and you're you're talking to people and if i remember correctly it sounds like he's eating mm-hmm. it's amazing um and then in the morning i wake up and i get my cup of coffee and i walk around my camp and the same thing i'm talking to people uh, i might eat like a can of peaches or something and then <laughs> i go on my way but yeah, that's that game is very much about, and that's just the single player stuff online. Yeah. We do the same thing. We're like, we go to the camp and we're like, oh, let's get some, let's get, get some, some stews. <laughs> yeah, get some stew cooking, and then we'll like sit there and cook our meat. We were so excited to get the fucking cauldron to make stew. Oh yeah. <laughs> it took us forever, but but that was really exciting. It was like Joey, did you put some trash meat in the stew again? <laughs> <laughs> that's all I had for a, a whole day of hunting. Uh... But um, for me, Final Fantasy Fifteen was a game that had. If you uh, so you haven't played that game, I don't think. Right? I have not, but I've seen some playthroughs, so I do know that the food is like really realistic. It's so realistic, and it's not even all real. The weird thing is, though, is it does something that Western games do, which it is it has <laughs> like brand plugs, mm-hmm. so you can have these like very fanciful fanciful fictional meals based on um hunts because there's a like a a a monster hunter element to to final fantasy 15 where there are hunts that you go on monster hunter that's another game that's known for its food isn't it i've heard yeah and i think that's where that's part of where final fantasy gets it because you there's a there's a monster hunter hunter element to final fantasy 12 as well so it goes back a while with the whole idea of like hunts and hunting down specific monsters but with the food thing I think that's pretty new. Okay. Or I think I know that's that's pretty new. Um, but yeah, you can go on these hunts and catch really rare 
creatures and then cook them up in a stew or something or make a sandwich out of them or something or fish you can do fishing mm. and then cook those fish and the the depictions of them the pictures that they make look so realistic and in some cases so appetizing it's it is weird though because i'm like i don't know what to feel my body's like what i can't i can't catch that fictional fucking demon fish or whatever it was so i don't know what i'm craving but but i'm hungry now because damn these look <laughs> these look really good but they have a deal with cup noodles so you can you can go and get all these fantastical things or you can go to this truck and get some cup noodles and it's literally <laughs> the brand and everything That's it's hilarious. this fictional fantasy world where you're riding beautiful giant eight foot chickens <laughs> and here's cup and noodles. like <laughs> and then here's cup noodles it's the weirdest fucking thing um metal gear solid does the same thing metal gear, metal gear solid 3 is another game that's based around a food because you get dropped off into this jungle and it's all about survival and so you have to procure your weapons on site and your gear and you have to use camouflage and and you have to feed yourself and like take care of your your injuries so when you land eventually you get hungry and hungry is one of the afflictions hunger is one of the afflictions that you can have and so you have to find food or you're going to start hmm. you start your health starts dying and so your health starts dying your health I mean, starts diminishing you know. <laughs> and you will die eventually um and so the thing is you don't know what's safe to eat so you might be like well, i'm starving my health starting to go down i need to eat something so i'm going to kill the snake and you kill the snake and you cook it and you eat it or you eat it raw and you get sick because you ate it raw or it was poisoned um, or you might eat a mushroom and it might be good. It sounds like it a might survival sim. <laughs> it, it kind of is. And it sounded like a nightmare going into it. I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to have to worry about all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. I love that game so much, though. I think part of it was that stuff of like if you get if you're running from some enemies and you run off a cliff that's a little too high, you might fracture your foot and then you have to set it. You have to like, you know, fix your foot, basically. And I ended up loving that aspect of the game. Um, and yeah, part of it was figuring out like, I just killed this crocodile that attacked me. Can I eat it? If I do, am I going to get sick? Can you know, I like it was, it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that was another one. A lot of the other ones that I, I listed were just sort of games that might be known for food, but don't really have food in them. Like okay. portal, the whole cake is a lie thing. Oh. Mm -hmm. Crazy taxi. I think Ron and I mentioned it on a previous episode where, um, we were talking about the music and games, but they have KFCs and Taco Bells. So, like, a person will jump in your taxi and be like, take me to KFC. <laughs> Burger King made games. <laughs> they have games out there. They have, uh, there were three games that they released, and you could buy them for $5 at Burger King. Huh. Um, and, like, the only one I had, I played all of them, but the only one I bought and kept was one called Sneak King. And you were the king from Burger King, the the, the titular mascot, mm -hmm. and you sneak around, and it's like a stealth game, and it's fucking ridiculous, but it's actually it's actually not bad. Um, but games like that, or like Suikoden Two, is a pretty good example. Uh, Suikoden Two had an Iron Chef in the game, so the Iron Chef was a really huge hit um, overseas. I think it, it ended up making its way to America as well. I, I've seen a number of seasons of that. Yeah. Okay, so so is it, and did they like localize it, or is it translated or something? I've never seen. It. Um, I think it was like the Western. Oh, there was like a Western edition. It. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Um, but it was that was huge in the I think eighties and nineties um, in Japan, and so there's this game, uh, Suikoden Two, 
where one of the characters you can recruit is a chef and they have like these iron chef mini games where you have to like put ingredients together huh. and go head to head against this iron chef oh, and you shit. can make a bunch of different foods and it's yeah it's really You're just fun. a little sous chef trying to compete <laughs> exactly yeah um but yeah that's you know there's there's so many other examples but those i think those the for me it's persona yakuza final fantasy red dead and more and mortal Kombat. you know the part where <laughs> you eat chicken in front of someone <laughs> that's one of the fatalities someone oh, okay, is okay. eating cookies and you're drinking milk and they don't have milk and it's torture mm. yeah um but but yeah i, I what so you you shared the your, your three which we had some significant overlap mm-hmm. um but i want to go back to that idea that you were talking about of like it it is immersive um and i'm wondering if we're going to see more of it because in japanese games it's becoming more prevalent especially again in my research after 2010 when japanese game companies have been sort of encouraged to show or highlight certain aspects of japanese culture notice these games that we're talking about keep coming back to sushi and ramen and mm-hmm. all these like japanese staples um but we're seeing it in western games too so i'm kind of wondering if that's just going to become i hope it becomes more of a thing um and in part i wonder if it's because the the tech is there to make yeah. like these really amazing foods and meals and things like that and i think games are becoming more grounded in reality um and also food is universal right so that's something that everyone can relate to regardless of their background um in some way or other and i think you know having games like uh red dead redemption 2 obviously it's rockstar you know there's going to be something in Grand Theft Auto 6 with food, right? Even if it's just like you go to your apartment, you can order a pizza and then you see the pizza or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I don't don't know how many games will like feature food, but I think we're going to see more and more that it's like in the background. There's a mechanic. It's present in some way um, because it does make the worlds more real. Well, there's a little bit of that in Grand Theft Auto 5 because you can get a soda from a soda machine mm-hmm. and your character will drink it and then throw the can aside like they do in Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. You can get snacks that we always fucking forget oh about in God, the online world. I'm always like, where are they? <laughs> I know. It's so hard to get to them. You have to go into like multiple menus just to fucking eat a candy bar. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I do wonder if they're going to try to play up. I mean, that, that's interesting though because people are playing Red Dead I would argue probably more for the sim aspects than Grand Theft Auto, but a lot of times Rockstar transfers those skills between games. Right, and and why was Grand Theft Auto V so praised? Right. Part of it is because of the detail of the world, right? I feel similarly about food in games as I do with weather because it's so cool. I mean, you have been sending me all of these wonderful like videos and and snaps and whatnot of your flights. And when you like pop through a cloud or you look to the left and you can see that there's rain over there, like that is amazing to me. And that's so cool. I love the little details. Yeah. I think that's a lot of times what you and I end up having weird conversations about are like (laughs) grass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I play this game. Look how real this grass grass. is. It's amazing. (laughs) But I think it's because people don't, 
I feel like people don't appreciate that stuff. Like with food, like when I, I've had conversations with people where, where I'm like, oh, f- you know, video games and food. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I have this great cookbook. And it's like, that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm, ta- I'm not talking about like food inspired by video games. It's right. like Skyrim's probably a great example. Oh, yeah. There's lots of food in Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Not Sweet much rolls. of it is appetizing. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not like, give me a wheel of cheese, you know. <laughs> Although but, um, I would like to see you eat a wheel of cheese. <laughs> I mean, I, I would like to see me eat a wheel of cheese too, but <laughs> not one of those. <laughs> Pulling out of my pocket. Moldy. Dusting all the, the lint off. <laughs> um, um, what I want to, so speaking of Rockstar though. Yeah. I want. I always talk about, bu- I want a new bully game. I want bully too. And now if they're going to transfer this food stuff, they could have cafeteria food. Give me that flavorless rectangle of pizza. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give me that, that hamburger, that hot dog that's like shriveled and dry, Ooh. you know? Mm. Yeah. Mm. So appetizing. <laughs> I want you to play the bully game so that I can watch you play. You got to play. You should, you should play. I think you would. I think you would like it. You like Rockstar games. I, I do. What what are they available on? Um, PS4. There's they're always on sale for like ten bucks or less. Mm-hmm. Well, there's only one bully, but it's oh, the it's bully scholarship one. edition. Yeah. Um I'll probably never play it. It's okay. Play it. Play it. I still have to play the first like Red Dead, it. man. Come on. That's that's true, yeah. That's a pretty big game. It is smaller though, and it, it really is like the older GTAs. Like mm. it's it's like an old G, like GTA San Andreas in in a school in a small town. It's really I think you would like the town because it's you have access to the town. Okay. But um, any any last thoughts about food and games? Food is delicious. I want more of it, both virtually and in real life. I concur (laughs) (laughs) so deep today i'm like i'm gonna go get some food right now well part of it was we had we had some technical issues getting started that that always throws us off a little bit i think so i was definitely frustrated um i mean because you you got a a brand new mic i got a brand new mic i don't want to curse it i waited to the end of the show to say it be nice to the mic (laughs) um i'm very excited about the mic it is a nice mic I don't know what I'm doing with a mic, apparently. So that it's me. <laughs> it's uh, like, well, like I to quote a wise person who just said From this about an hour, an hour ago. ago. <laughs> audio is fucking hard. It's so confusing. It should be so easy. You should mm-hmm. plug the mic in and it should fucking work. But I did a, a class recording this past week. I yeah. recorded a lecture. It was an hour long lecture. I had tested the mic beforehand. I finished the lecture and I play it back and it's like... So we're going to be looking at it today. It's like all muffled and echoey. And I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? Nothing changed. Right. Why? Why do you? Yeah. That's why like, I look forward to eventually getting a house as you have. Congratulations mm-hmm. on that again. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so jealous. That's, why, that's how you know I'm jealous because I keep being like, <laughs> You keep job. mentioning the house. Nice job. What but a beautiful so, house. So any <laughs> listeners know it, it is a nice house, but it's an old house. Yeah. It's 111 years old. So like me it's creaky like joey like me and certain <laughs> things have settled in funky ways like joey like me <laughs> but it is beautiful it just needs a lot of yeah. it needs a lot of love so that's the kind of house that i like though like it's an old house but it's Come it's well built in october and we'll do a live podcast from Ooh. the ghost house you have a demon hole in your basement that's exciting hole in the basement i have an unused attic that is probably haunted and yeah. i forgot to tell you there was a cat yesterday or two days ago 
three, maybe three. Um, and it was terrified of me, but I was like, oh, sweet baby, I'm leaving food for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to have all the cats. Yep. That's going to be, that's going to be awesome. Um, but yeah, audio is hard, but hopefully, you know, we'll get, oh, my, what I, that's what I was going to say was like, I hope that once I get a house, mm-hmm. I'm going to set up like a podcast studio area and then just never have to touch anything. You it's know, just... I don't have to set things up. You have a separate computer. You never touch any of the settings. Right. Exactly. Um, Which hopefully I'll be getting a new computer soon too. So we'll talk about that because it's not going to be a gaming laptop per se, but it's going to have a gaming, it's going to have a a video card. But we are playing Phasmophobia on it. So are we? We better. All right. I'm holding to that. We're getting close to fall. That's true. Tomorrow is September 1st. Celebrate with Phasmophobia. Let's do it. I saw someone yesterday that was like level 400 and something. And I was like, ah, we got to catch up. We're only 300 we got, we or something. We got to get back to grinding. We've fallen behind. <laughs> God, we were obsessed with that game. And I still love it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, re- I I can't believe it's already September, October. Because we were like, maybe we'll play more when it's Halloween. And I was like, that's so far away. Now it's right here. It's right here. <laughs> it's right Let's here. go. <laughs> but thank you, everyone, for listening. Yes, um, thank you. Tab will be back hopefully in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ron will be back next week. So prepare yourself for Prepare yourself for, him. for that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that son of a bitch. And I'm hoping all three of us can do an episode soon because I have an idea for a fun game. So maybe in the next few weeks we can coordinate something. I also think in October the three of us should do an episode where we talk about like our favorite spooky games. Oh, shit. Yeah, so, definitely got to do just that. Just an idea. Yeah, I'm down. I'm totally down. All right. Um until then thank you again for listening i can be found at uh on twitter sorry my cast trying to jump on my keyboard so i'm distracted <laughs> i'm on twitter at lost man tabs on twitter at random mox you mm-hmm. can contact us via email at pretty podcast at gmail.com we welcome any and all comments at this point try to fish some information out we still haven't gotten any emails i'm like Aww. just just harass us send us toxic <laughs> anything and then six months from now a case study of podcasting and harassment yeah Yeah. no no please don't do anything bad but uh but i but i would i'm so excited for the day we're gonna get an email that's just some dumb question that we can answer i think that would be so much fun but um but thank you for listening we will see you again next week and why i always why just say goodbye goodbye Goodbye. joey Bye. bye thanks for stopping by